What's happening, Soul Fam? Welcome to Onto High Quantum Healing. The podcast is going to help you tap into your psychic abilities, become a fifth dimensional being, and understand the true meaning of ascension. Today's episode is all about manifesting on social media with Latha J. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram at Antohai, on TikTok and YouTube at Antohai Quantum Reiki. And if you're ready to step into your sole purpose, becoming an Ascension coach and spiritual entrepreneur, check out the links in the description below. Join our academy where we'll teach you everything about energy healing, quantum Reiki, Antohai alchemy, and how to create the life of your dreams as a six-figure entrepreneur in the spiritual community bringing us deeper into the golden age for tarot readings and energy healings go ahead and check out antohigh.us for all your resources what's happening so fam welcome to another episode of antohigh quantum healing with me excel carskio and today we have a really awesome guest uh their name is alatha j welcome Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited to be here and getting to speak with you today. Yeah, no problem. So uh, Latha is really into like meditation, uh, manifesting, and is pretty much like a, a spiritual manifestation coach on TikTok. That, that's ex- exactly where I found uh, Latha. So um, I don't remember exactly what was the video that you ended up posting, but I was like, oh yeah, the energy, like I could feel all of your aura, like just radiating. I'm like high energy. And when I usually pick up on that energy, I'm like, okay, well that person's authentic, right? They're, they're speaking truth. Right. So that's right. what ended up getting me to like follow you. And then progressively here we are. So, um, here what are the are. First things, yeah. What are the first things I love to ask everyone who comes to this like podcast is, um, onto high, right? Like onto high means the cravings of life, the cravings of victory or the power of the gods. Like, where do you feel like you fit in that? Ooh, um, I think that I'm kind of in between all three. Like I'm in the space where I am stepping into experiencing life, right? Like really, truly experiencing life and stepping away from this like hustle culture that I've been ingrained in for so long. Um, But really there's also like so many victories that I'm after right now. And there's that connection to God, like really wanting to become more spiritual, deepen my inner truth, like being able to connect with myself and my higher power. So somewhere in between. Nice. So let everyone know what exactly your focus is. Like, what do you like to do? Like, what's your mission here? How'd you get there? Yeah, Um, I truly believe that my purpose in life is to help people. I've always like known that with such clarity, like even since I was a a very small child, um, I always knew I was like, I'm here to help people. And that the way that I help people has kind of transformed over, you know, the few decades that I've been on this earth. But it's it's always been that same concept of I want to help people. I want to help them. Now it's really that I want to help them move closer to figuring out their spirituality, learning new things, being open, right? Like the videos that I make on TikTok are all about really making spirituality easier or more accessible, you know, because I would rather someone meditate for five minutes a day than feel like, oh, I can't meditate for 20, you know, so just forget it. So I'm always trying to break things down to make it like, hey, try this. Nice, nice. So like, did what, like, how did your like spiritual awakening come about? Because I usually feel like people... The way I like to help people is having them hear so many different stories. So like if they don't vibe with one person, at least somebody else maybe is vibing with them. You know what I mean? 
Yeah, for sure. So I always knew I was going to help people, right? Like I, I had a deep passion for this. So I always shared this with my parents and they were like, perfect, you should become a doctor. <laughs> so since I was like, like five years old, they're like, you're going to become a doctor. You're going to become a doctor. So ingrained in me. I have two siblings. They're both doctors now. Um, and I went to medical school. So I, I have degrees in pre-medicine, biology, psychology. I went to medical school. I'm not a doctor. Um, I left in my pretty much a couple of rotations away from graduation. And I walked away from it because I was like, this is so unaligned with who I am. This is not what I want to do. This is not the way that I want to help people. Right. And I knew that there was a bigger truth for me that I wanted to step into. And I really think that that was the kickoff for me in my like true spiritual awakening because I totally went through dark night. <laughs> so like, it was like real dark for a little while, but it was dark when I was forcing myself to do something that I really didn't want to do. Right. Going through medical school, I had great grades. Like I was always, you know, I'm a very like A through A plus student kind of thing. And I loved being there and learning and being able to interact with my um, classmates and things like that and learn from people. I loved it. All of it but there was such a misalignment. I was drinking every night. I was going out partying. I was doing all these things to distract me from where I actually was. And mm. one day I just woke up and I was like, I'm so unhappy. It doesn't matter what the outside looks like. I truly, on the inside, I was so unhappy. And every day felt like a struggle. There was so much resistance for me to wake up and do anything. And I was just like, this can't be life. Like, I know I'm missing something here. This cannot be what life is about. Um, and that day I literally got up and I walked out of medical school and, um, I had nowhere to go. I didn't want to tell my parents cause I felt like they would be super, super heartbroken and upset cause I had come so far. Right. Didn't tell any of my friends. I literally just left. Um, and I ended up on a farm <laughs> in Arizona, actually, I became a woofer. So it's, uh, it was the world organization of organic farmers and I, yeah. Thanks for explaining that because I didn't know what a woofer was. Yeah. <laughs> it's like it was a volunteer program. Like this was few years ago. I'm pretty sure they still have it now, but it's a lot more like probably like you can email people. But back then you had to order a booklet and the book they would mail you the booklet and it would have a list of the farms that were available um, that were accepting volunteers on. So you would contact the person, either write a note or call them on the phone. And they would say like, okay, you can come on these dates. Then you go to the farm and they would let you live there for, and feed you for the work that you did. So I did that for a while. And um, Arizona is such a vortex. I think the whole state, honestly, is just like such a vortex of energy. And there was so much deep healing that occurred for me there. And like such an awakening of just being able to be um, like far away from everything. My little farm was on in Benson, Arizona, and it was just like stars at night, you know? There was just like fields, acres and acres of fields. And whether we were like collecting kale or picking beets in the hot Arizona sun or cutting sprouts inside, whatever we were doing, I was happy. And I was like, whoa, this is a huge shift, right? Of being in the luxuries of like modern day society when I was in medical school and being so torn and unhappy versus like literally being in the dirt and, you know, toiling away in the hot sun and having so much joy. I was like, wow there's something more here. And that's kind of what kicked everything off. Nice. That's an awesome story. That's amazing. Um, okay. So like backtracking a little bit when it comes to like the dark night of soul, um, I think what you said was like super, super important. Whereas like the more you fight the dark night of soul or like what's happening in that moment is like the worst things get. And you don't end up realizing it because like your ego is in this place of like, well, I've created all these different things. Like I got to keep like going in this direction. Like what were like, what were some of those signs that let you know 
other than like you know the internal feeling was there anything like external that came out and was like letting you know you're going in the wrong direction yeah um so it was like my energy right i felt tired all the time regardless of if i was drinking or not or awake or not or if i got 10 hours of sleep that night or not i was exhausted and it was like i kind of liken it to like having to run a race when someone's on the on ground and you are in water, you're in a pool and you're running side by side, who's going to win the race, right? The person that's on land. But I was in water. I was facing so much resistance every single day on what I could do, where I could go. Like my men, I was like mentally exhausted. And that was like the biggest thing for me. That was like a huge awakening call. It didn't matter if I was drinking, you know, energy drinks or coffee or caffeine pills or whatever I was doing. I just felt tired. And what I realized was like, my soul was so out of alignment that it was just like, you're so off course right now. Like, this is not what you should be doing. And when I left medical school, so many people were like, you only had like a couple more months. Like you really could have stuck it out. Why don't you go back? Even now, you know, this is like over a decade ago at this point, people are like, why don't you go back? Like, maybe you can still do it. And I'm like, I'm good. You know, I, I realized like, there's so much more than just like the paper degree, right? I, I mean, I have other degrees as well. I went on to get a master's degree in Ayurvedic science and integrative medicine. And, you know, like degree upon a degree. And at the end of the day, I'm just like, what does this actually mean? You know, mm -hmm. this piece of paper doesn't necessarily mean anything, but the experience itself has taught me so much. Yeah, that's awesome. And I have to like, before I go any deeper, I have to say this. Your outfit is like slamming. I love it. So, <laughs> so yeah, like, okay. So coming back to that, like, I definitely vibe with that because I think when I was going through my dark night of the soul, it took me a hot minute to really realize that because I, I associate moments with like a key word almost. And I realized that the more I was lying to myself during my dark, dark night of soul and like progressively, I realized that I was lying to other people as a byproduct of that. Like things just got worse. It was like one thing after another, I lost like, you know, my marriage, my house, like all these other things. And then one day I had to be like, if this is life, like I was right there with you. I was like, if this is life, then I don't want to fucking do any of this. You know what I mean? So yeah. And then finally, when I got to that point and I released like what my expectations of what I thought reality was supposed to be, that's where the blessings started moving. And that's where things really started to like change. And of course, like if anyone's here listening, obviously to like these, these stories and these experiences, especially Latha, like if you're it's not hard. It's not easy to be in a position where Latha was in, right? And like having this energy of like, you're almost there and then you're just going to walk away from it because, you know, there's so much ingrained in your own personality when it comes to that. So that's like, that's crazy. That's so powerful that you even had the the energy and the wisdom to do that, right? Because I know a lot of people don't do that. Um, so, okay. So where are you actually located right now? I haven't asked you that. So right now we're living in Pennsylvania. So we just moved here about six months ago and uh, we bought a little farm, an 18, a farm from the 1800s with a little cottage on it um, and a couple of little buildings on it. And we're here farming <laughs> in a mountain. So Nice. Very cool. So are you guys like off grid too? Um, we're mostly off grid, but not really. Like we still have uh, electric. We're still connected electric. Okay, cool, 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 cool. Um, so I know lately you're you're doing too like um like these retreats for spiritual creators and stuff like that. Like yeah. 
Can you tell us a little bit more about that? Oh, absolutely. I, I We actually just came up with this idea a few weeks ago and it came up so spontaneously. I have a friend, her name is Bianca and she actually lives in Costa Rica. I was chatting with her one day on Zoom and she was like, oh, I'm doing this retreat. And I was like, oh, that sounds so cool. And just out of nowhere, I was like, wouldn't it be cool if we could like get people like us, like people that are like spiritual creators and want to like get a message out there together and do this. And she was like, why don't we? I was like, what? (laughs) Then we like checked the dates and everything kind of worked out. The resort that we wanted had the exact dates open, like everything else was booked with those dates. And I was like, I think there's something here. Like, I think we need to do this. So we have our first retreat in a few weeks in April and I'm super excited about it. And it's, it's for spiritual creators. So we've brought together these incredible, powerful creators to come and collaborate and meet each other in person and go on adventures together. So we have all these cool things planned, like ecstatic dance and kirtan and yoga and waterfall hikes. And I'm really, really excited about it, Um, mainly because I get to meet these people that I've been friends with, you know, on the internet for a while now, or have been, you know, learning from their content that they've been posting. And, you know, it's just really cool to be around people that are like, you know, birds of a feather kind of thing, or like people that are on your vibe. And a lot of times I think for people that are working online, working remotely, you know, spiritual creators, any type of creator that's doing like influencing work or making videos online, it can get very lonely, you know, like at the end of the day, you're talking to your screen. And I, I just couldn't like get past that whole aspect of like, Hey, now things are opening up. Like, why don't I just take this opportunity? Cause I know, I know the type of person I am. And like, just to have this like little outlet of being able to like meet with people and hang out and do stuff is going to be like so fulfilling for me and for them and everybody that signed up for so far and is like excited to go is just like so aligned so aligned with it and I'm, I'm excited this is the first one we're doing for particularly for spiritual creators and um depending on how it goes I think we're going to do another one probably later in the year and I'm just over the moon excited yeah, nice. I know I couldn't make make this last one, um, but you know I'm definitely there at the next one. So let me know for sure. Uh, I would um, love to have you. Love to have you for sure. Yeah, nice. Um, so one of the things I'm really curious about too is like as a spiritual creator, right? Like, what are some of the? Because I know a lot of people are like, oh, I would love to do you know the type of stuff that we do. Like, what is? What are some of the hurdles that you, uh, on top of being, you know, like lonely or talking to the screen and having like recalibrate yourself, what are some other hurdles or tips that you can give people who are looking to get into this? Yeah. Um, one of the biggest tips for me is to batch create because when I get an idea, I can break it down into, so batch creating is basically like you pick a day or two days or whatever, and you film as much content as you can on those two days. And then you can edit it and create it into videos. I prefer to do things like that because like life, right? I have two small kids, we have dogs, we have a farm. Like there's always things happening or I have to go to an event or whatever the case is. And it's like, I always wanna be able to supply a consistent amount of content. And with batch creating, I can kind of set that up, right? I still film stuff on the fly and, and put it up, but then there's those days where I'm just like, nope, we're going to Crayola Factory with the kids, so no videos today. But I have that video already made, so I can just post it up. And then that way I'm still able to support, you know, my followers and my fans, and they're still getting content. I'm still able to, like, maintain my own life. And I think that that was something that I learned um, much later on of that balance, right? I don't believe in a work-life balance. I wor- I believe in a life work balance my life comes first right and that has prevented me from like major burnout when I understand that like what is important to me my priorities are what I need to really stick with yeah no I feel you so do you ever feel like because I know you don't you don't ever really like 
miss a day but like are there days where you're almost like feeling a little bit of fear if you don't post today like maybe it might go off or something yeah there's always that fear you know because the thing is like we don't control the platforms at the end of the day you know on instagram tiktok whatever you're on we don't control it one day you're there one day you could just have your account removed or whatever the case is that actually happened to one of my friends who's a well-known painter he had like 50,000 followers on Instagram and that was like his main source of income he would sell his paintings through that and then one day they said oh you know you're banned (laughs) and like his account was gone he was like what what am I gonna do now and I was like oh my gosh it was such a wake-up call for me like this is this can be so fleeting right and when we're depending on a platform or whatever the case is you're there one day you could be gone gone the next so it's really up to you to be able to create something that is sustainable for you in your life right that's going to be fulfilling for you in your life I try not to take social media so seriously I try to allow it to just be be very real and authentic on it because like I don't want to have to show up as a different person I don't want to have to be an actress right like that's not what I signed up for I signed up to be a creator and like what you see is literally what you get. I've, I've met like a bunch of fans and people in person and they're always like, you're just like you're on TikTok. And I'm like, yeah, because literally I might be filming with a baby in one arm and just, you know, angling the, the camera a different way. Like that's just life. And I want to show people like this is life and that's just how things are. And you can have bits of spirituality. You can have bits of information coming to you throughout your life. You don't have to necessarily set aside a time for it to be formal right? You can have it in passing. Yeah, no, that's so important, because you definitely see that with a lot of like content creators where like, they show you only like a certain aspect of themselves, and then they hide the rest of it. And I know, like, people have like their own, you know, reasons why, like, I don't really show my husband on social media very much, because I grew up being told that, like, you don't want to show this shit on social media, because somebody's gonna send you the evil eye or some shit, right? So like, I make sure that I have that boundary, but like every once in a while I do present him. So like, you know, people know that like, that's a part of my life, you know what I mean? So mm-hmm. I think it's really important to, to do that because I have definitely met people like that where you can feel like you think that they are who they are on their social media platform because they step into a specific role, whether it's like the teacher or like the channeler. And then when you're hanging out with them personally, it's like a different vibe and it. It's almost like you're, you're meeting two different people in a way. Yeah. And there's nothing, you know, I don't really think there's anything wrong with that because, you know, sometimes when you're being a shaman, you do have to be in a kind of like a different mindset, but it is very important. That's one of the things too that I've learned. And I'm, I'm really happy you bring that is just like, it's easier to be who you are than trying to like separate all these different things, especially because like I went to business school too and in business school and and they teach you, you know, like you have to have everything in specific boxes, you know what I mean? Um, That way, like nothing goes astray, but in the real world, that's kind of like very difficult to do and still be authentic fully in your power. So yeah, that's like definitely something that's really, really powerful. Um, So you're really huge on on the law of attraction. What are you currently manifesting other than obviously the retreat? Is there anything else bigger that you're like manifesting right now? Ooh, there's a couple of different things that I am manifesting. I don't really like to talk about the things I'm manifesting. Sorry. Um, before, no, as I, the reason is that when I, sometimes when I share a goal, people are like, that is so audacious. And then I'll hear it and it kind of seeps into my mind. Like, oh my God, am I being audacious? This is too crazy like that. And then I get like anxiety and panic about it. And that's not the vibe I want to be in, right? So I like right. to share my manifestations once they've come to fruition. But um, I can share with you stuff that I've manifested recently. Yeah, yeah. Whatever makes you feel 
Cool. Yeah. <laughs> cool. Yeah. I am manifesting for that retreat though. And you know, it's been like this, this amazing energy of coming of things just coming into alignment, but like we manifested our farm. We wanted a farm that was a specific size in a specific location, you know, not too far away from New York city, not too far away from um, where my husband lives, like not too far away from uh, my husband's hometown, not too far away from like all these other things, but still rural enough. And we found exactly that, right? It has a beautiful little stream on it. It has the exact trees that we wanted. It has the little orchard on it and like place for animals. It has a tiny barn. Like we, we want a farm, but not like, you know, like I don't need a 12, 12, 12 star stall barn or anything like that. We have a little two star stall barn. It's perfect. Right. Our home is like, it's, it's nice. Like that's just what it is. It's, it's exactly what we wanted. It's what we had created and manifested and focused towards. Um, before we moved, I had manifested a bunch of stuff in regards to, um, the next steps in my career and the people that I would work with. And then all of a sudden, you know, I get a call from, you know, somebody saying like, Hey, do you want to come on my podcast? Or do you want to do this? Or do you want to do have this opportunity? I'm like, absolutely. Um, upcoming, we, I was able to manifest this amazing creators event that we're going to in April. And, um, you know, they invited my husband along too. And I was like, cool, I'll bring him. Like, this is going to be so much fun. And this is actually the first event I'm bringing him to. It's just like you were sharing. Um, I don't really put him on social media either. Like he's just not into that. Right. He's always like, you're, you're the creator. Like you do that. That's not my thing. And um, one of our story, I shared one of our stories, the story of how we met and it went crazy viral on Instagram and TikTok and things like that. So it kind of like forced him out of the shadows a little bit. And I started posting a little bit about him. And um, that was one of the reasons that they were like, bring him, you know, he's, he's the guy from the art gallery. And I'm like, yeah, absolutely. He's the guy from the art gallery. So this is going to be our first event in April. I'm really excited about it. So I think I've been kind of manifesting that because I love him so deeply and I would love for him to be more part of my world, you know, to some extent, wherever he's comfortable to do. So we're kind of like working on that too. Nice. So is there like a specific technique that you use to like manifest the things that you're looking for? Yeah. Do you want me to talk about it? <laughs> yeah. If you're okay sharing your secret sauce, you know what I'm saying? No, absolutely. So there's a couple of things about manifestation that I've learned over the years that work very powerfully. One of the things that's very, very powerful is pen to paper, like literally writing down what it is that you're looking to manifest, right? Um, it it just works. It takes your idea out of your ether space of your mind and puts it one step closer to reality. And it's so powerful. So I manifest based on six steps and I can definitely go through these six steps. So the first step is getting really clear on what you want. Like, what do you really want? Right. It's not just that you want more money. It's not that you want to manifest more money. Cause then I give you a dollar. Guess what? That's more money. It's more money than you had. Mm -hmm. You gotta be specific. You gotta be clear on it. It's not that you want a house. Where is your house? How many bedrooms is it? Do you have a garage? Is you know, is, is it on a big piece of land, a little piece of land is in the city? You need to know exactly what it is that you want because that clarity is going to be key for your manifestation to come true. The second step is all about your limiting beliefs. When you feel, when you are thinking about living in this space, right, that you're manifesting or having that sum of money that you are looking to manifest, what comes up for you? Is it that thought that like, I could never do that. I could never live there. I can't have that much money. You know, are all these like limiting beliefs coming up for you? Address those, really acknowledge them and see like what's there for you. If you can dig deeper and you're comfortable to do that. Okay. The third thing is affirmations. Affirmations are so important. So when you're doing that step with the limiting beliefs, if something comes up for you and it's like, you're not good enough for that. Well, flip the script. Start, start telling yourself the affirmations, a short affirmation of I am enough, right? If that feeling comes up for you or like, I don't deserve that. You say, I am deserving of everything. 
you know, or, or really like shift that idea for yourself. The other part of affirmations is really creating a longer affirmation st statement. And I do this for like everything I manifest. It starts with I am. Um, and then you add in an idea of, of a feeling. I always use happy and grateful because like for me, those are like the, the high vibrational feelings, right? So I am so happy and grateful now that, putting it in the positive present tense, now that um, I have, you know, $20,000 uh, additional in my bank account and I'm able to uh, move into a different home for myself. You know, you, you really create that whatever it is. If you're looking for a partner, it would be something like, I am so happy and grateful now that um, I am with an incredible man who is uh, funny, comforting, and really supportive of who I am as a person, right? And then this would be an affirmation that I would write out every single day, sometimes multiple times a day. I would repeat it to myself again and again. Um, there's two main times for manifestation during the day, and these are like the minimum times, but these are the maximum effect times, like the times that it's like super powerful to do this. And it's right when you wake up in the morning, and right before you go to sleep at night. These times are called a hypnagogic state, right? This is the, the time between rest and wakefulness where your subconscious is the most impressionable. So that's when you want to give it all the affirmations and tell it you're amazing, you're wonderful, da da da. Because guess what? Eventually it's going to believe it, right? And you're going to be able to create that in your life. So with those affirmations, I would write them down all the time in the morning. Like literally, I just open my eyes, still crusty, roll over and start writing them, right? Right before bed, I've already put down my phone. Everything is done. I'm, I got the covers up to here. And I'm like, I roll over, get my pen and paper and start writing. Really be in that space. And then, then comes around the next step. And the next step is about feeling. Not only are you doing like rote memorization of writing things down, you are actually bringing up the emotions of what it feels like. What does it feel like to have that sum of money? What does it feel like to be with that incredible partner? What does it feel like to live in your dream house? Bring up those feelings. Feelings is so, so important. The next step, number five, is visualization. Visualize it, see it in your mind's eye, right? People say like, oh, is that imagining? Yeah, it's kind of like imagining. It's kind of like watching a movie, but you're not watching the movie. You're in the movie. You're the actress in the movie. If you're thinking about being with a partner and you're manifesting a partner, visualize where you guys are going, right? Are you going dancing? Are you going out to a fancy dinner? Are you guys holding hands? So you would look down and see your hand holding their hand right? You were in the movie. You were sitting at that dinner plate with the fancy dinner. Like you are there. And the last step, number six, which is the most important, it's like 80% manifestation. Let's just be real. Um, it's aligned action. It is so, so important to be in aligned action, regardless of what you're manifesting. If you are sitting in your basement and writing these things out and just feeling the feelings and doing all that stuff, but you never leave and you're not putting any kind of effort out there, guess what? It's not going to happen. You have to show the universe that you are ready for this, that you are taking a step in faith, that you are you know, in aligned action to bring these things to you. So an example of aligned action, if you are looking for a partner, would be to go out and do things that you like to do, right? Two reasons for that, because when you're out doing the things that you like to do, you're having fun, right? And you're putting out this energy of that high vibrational, yeah, I'm happy, I'm, I'm excited, and that's so amazing. That is really, really magnetic. The second thing is when you're doing the things that you like to do, guess what? You're more likely to be around people that like to do that thing too. <laughs> you're Absolutely. more likely to meet someone that is on your vibe that likes to do that stuff. I met my husband at art gallery. I love art. You know, guess what? He does too. 
Yeah. And it's always kind of that same thing, but be in aligned action, make that space in your life, show the universe that you are ready to receive. And that is what all about aligned action is. You don't have to, you don't have to stress about the how, right? You don't have to stress about the how, that's not your business. You are stressing about what the final result is, being with that partner, living in that home, having that sum of money, that's what you're focused on. And it could come to you in a million different ways. So don't try to, don't try to limit yourself saying like, oh, I am only gonna meet my partner at the art gallery. No, 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 I am only gonna be able to get this money from work you know yeah, yeah. be open be open to the universe supporting you in so many ways yeah thank you for there's so much there that I, i'm gonna go pick at um number like most recently i actually like came to that conclusion myself because um my partner and i are polyamorous so um we've been manifesting like you know like our power throuple and one of the things that hit me the other day is like, okay, well, we both want somebody who is like hella spiritual or like has this shit together and thinks the same way that we do, which is like, we understand the universe is like this thing that you work with. Right. And okay. one of these ideas that I had was like, okay, well, maybe I should join a bunch of like spiritual workshops or something like that. That way I can be in the energy of people that are like that. And who knows, maybe I might run into that person yeah. doing like a, a workshop or something right so that was it's really funny you bring that up because that was one of the things that most recently came up and i think the second two, thing too that really um stands out is the fact that like when you're when you're visualizing i think a lot of people don't realize that like it's not just seeing the movie because a lot of times we we see it like in front of us and you're like yeah that's the ideal dream that i want to be living in mm -hmm. but seeing it far away or detached from you that's incorporating time and space and in a way that gap is almost like it's still not real you know what i mean so yeah. then you have to put yourself in this place of like yeah I, i'm actually experiencing it the action part too i think is extremely important because a lot of times people are like yeah i want to you know, I want to become a multimillionaire. I want to do this. I want to do that. But they don't really understand that. Like, it's it's not always going to come through like winning the lottery, right? And getting like the right ticket. Okay. Like sometimes it's an opportunity with somebody. Somebody just randomly shows up in your life, and they're like, "Hey, I got this project." You have no basis as to whether or not this project is going to succeed, but something tells you go in this direction anyway, and you get the millions, right? So yeah. I think that's really important that people truly understand that and the other thing that you said about like when it comes to visualization that's something that a lot of shamans have talked about when they're manifesting rain right like they're they don't focus on the fact like i'm moving the clouds so that they can start raining they're like no i'm dancing because i'm i'm happy that the rain has already come and mm -hmm. we're like feeling it on our skin you know because yeah. you're basically walking into that reality you are embodying the reality yeah absolutely mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. <laughs> nice so uh, the last thing too like I don't know I have all these last things but I also think about the fact that like you didn't want to share your manifestation right like the, the ones that you're currently doing and sometimes people are like oh you're so salty or like you know I've gotten that before like why won't you tell me something or some of my friends too have also been like I didn't know you were doing this one thing like why didn't you ever tell me and I've I personally have come to understand that like since we do live in a collective consciousness, like vibration, right? Like you can use a collective consciousness to benefit you or you can use it to self-sabotage you. And especially if you're surrounded by people who don't believe that they can attain what you're attaining or you're looking to attain, they're, like you said, like their beliefs are gonna really step into your reality in some way, shape or form. Rather, they get into your subconscious mind and say like, oh yeah, you, you know, you can't ever do it. Or the fact that like they subconsciously start putting up like barriers, like, oh, you know, like, 
I, I hope they don't get to the next level because then that would somehow impact my own like worth, you know? So I think that's super important too, because like oftentimes people are like, oh yeah, I'm just going to go ahead. I'm going to tell everybody what I'm manifesting. Cause like that's going to be more powerful. And I've learned too, when I'm healing people, like when a person first like finds out, like for instance, that they have HIV or something, mm-hmm. the first thing I try to tell them is like, don't go telling everybody. Cause sometimes like, just saying that like your mom is gonna be like oh no and she's gonna make a big deal and she's gonna anchor that reality more instead of you keeping it to yourself and having this mindset of like okay i'm gonna heal myself from this i'm gonna find the best possible action to step out of out of this reality and the less interference i have from other people's limiting beliefs the better is for me to actually succeed in creating that reality so that's actually really really beautiful that you you know you brought it up the way that you did um when it comes to like manifestations what are like other than like, you know, the, the little voices in your head, are there anything that you've noticed that you've really had to shift to become a, an, an even better manifester? Like, is there some sort of cosmic law that you've learned other than like the six steps that you've gotten? Um, yeah, there's a, there's definitely a lot there. One of the biggest things for me in the space of manifesting is meditation. There is such a huge connection there. And it's really about like being able to be fully centered, right? When I know myself, when I am fully centered in who I am, I am able to know that my manifestation is coming to me. I'm able to have that faith that it is coming to me and I am drawing it into me. Um, I did want to touch on what you were saying about sharing your manifestation, right? I, I always think of it as the analogy of a seed, right? When you have a seed and you are growing it to grow into a, a tree or whatever the case is, you don't immediately go and put that seed into a hurricane, right? Like you allow it to grow and nurture it until it is much stronger. And then you will put it out into the forces of nature and all of the things that are there. And it's just like that, right? When you have a manifestation and it is growing, you're protecting it. It's not that I don't share my manifestations with everybody. I just, with anybody, I don't just share it with anybody, right? Like my husband is one of my manifestations station partners we co-create and that is so powerful when you are able to co-create and have a shared vision of your future or what you're creating in the world with another person or with multiple other people and you're in alignment that's powerful right but you don't want to just share with everybody because of what you were saying because of that doubting because of that energy that they're putting out there because of all of those different things I even like with my vision board I don't put it out in my the public spaces of my house. I have it in my bedroom. I actually have it on the inside of my closet. So every morning when I'm you know up and doing things and I have my closet door open, picking out my stuff, I can see my vision board. But it is not in my living room so that anybody that comes through can comment on it and be like, oh, that's what you're manifesting, you know, kind of thing. Right. No, I don't need all that energy. Like I'm I'm in the space of like holding my manifestations close to me as they are growing, as they are sprouting from seed. And once they're established, I'm free to put it out into the world. One of the things that I actually recently manifested last year was um, being a, a, becoming a published author. And I, it's been like this dream come true. And that was one of the things I had on my vision board. My book is coming out um, May 23rd, May 24th, actually. And um, you can pre-order it on Amazon. It's a manifestation journal. And in it, I share some, um, some tricks, some techniques, uh, stories about my grandmother who actually taught me manifestation. Um, and I talk about three different written manifestation methods, scripting, 369 method, and the 555 method. But it was like such a dream come true because I had had becoming an author on my vision board for so long, you know? And finally, like this is a book that I got the opportunity to write that's being published by Penguin Random House and Zeitgeist, right? And it's wow. just like, what? 
you know, this is like a huge opportunity that came my way. That was like a manifestation that I had deep in my heart for the longest, longest time. And to see it coming to fruition, is just huge. But prior to that, was I sharing it to everybody? Like I'm going to be published by Penguin Random House, da, 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 da. you know, before I was no, but did I have Penguin Random House on my vision board? You better believe it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 yeah. So like, okay, like that one's really powerful because writing a book is difficult. And at least for most people, right? Like, was it easy for you or was it like this thing that was sitting there for such a long time and then one day you were inspired to take action? It was pretty easy to be completely honest, right? And I know that writing a book can be very difficult, but this was something that I had been rolling around for probably a decade in my mind and in my heart. And when the opportunity uh, like opened itself up to me, I jumped at it. I was like, yep. I'm doing this, right? And even though I didn't necessarily have anything created, um, I was like, I'm doing this, I'm taking this opportunity. And it's it's so interesting because like I knew for years that I was gonna write a book and I knew that it was gonna be about manifestation. And you know, even before this opportunity came to me, I just knew it in my heart so much so that can I share a story? <laughs> yeah, I mean, this is about you. We wanna know. Yeah, share everything. Okay, so um so a few years ago, I, I am a big book nerd, right? So I really like this author. He he was in the movie, The Secret. He's done a bunch of other stuff. His name is Mike Dooley, right? He was in The Secret. He talks about uh, thoughts become things. Like that's like his, you know, main main scene in the, in the movie. But um, he is such an inspirational author. He's a New York Times bestseller. He's written like over 17 books just an incredible human being. I've always just like really resonated with him. I had the opportunity to meet him a couple of times, but I remember it was in um, 2019. I was pregnant with my second child, like almost nine months pregnant, right? Huge, um, like waddling around, trying to get around. And he, I found out that he was going to be in Rochester when I was in Buffalo the same day. And I was like, oh my gosh, this is my opportunity. He was doing a workshop. So I bought a ticket to the workshop. I drove the hour <laughs> to go see him. And um one of the breaks, I saw him get up and go to the bathroom. And I was like, I'm praying lady, I'm going to go to the bathroom too. Do, 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 do. Got myself to the bathroom. As he's coming out, I was like, hey, Mike, how are you? You know, just chatting him up. And he's like, hi, how are you? You know, kind of like, what's this person doing? Came up to me and I said, hey, Mike, um, I wrote a book about manifestation. And I want to know if you could write a review for it. And he was like, oh, okay. Like he was just so caught off guard. But in that moment, there was no book. Okay. There was no book that I had written. There was no idea of the book, nothing. And I was like, okay, great. And he, he was like, yeah, absolutely. You know, email this person. He gave me an email address. And I was like, awesome. And I took a picture with him, a big pregnant belly and everything. And um, it, that was kind of it. A few weeks later, I think it was like two or three weeks later, I had my baby and got into like being a mom of two and all of that, that comes with it. Um, and then when I had this opportunity come up last year, I, uh, to write the book, I jumped on it and I took it. And then I emailed him <laughs> and I said, hey, Mike, do you remember when we met a few years ago? Um, and I sent him the picture and I said, hey, you know, you had said that you would be totally open to endorsing my book at that point. Do you want to endorse it now? And he said, send me the copy. I did. And he, was, he wrote me a rave review for the book. And it was just like, whoa, you know, and I had been manifesting this for years. But it was like that moment of action when I had that idea of inspiration, even when there was no book, I just mm -hmm. went for it. And, you know, it's just been incredible. Yeah, it's so powerful. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, my God. Thank you for sharing that. Because I think that obviously that that goes with what you were saying, like taking inspired action. But your manifestation also had to like have like this, um, like almost like digestion period. I don't think that's the right word I'm using, but like incubation period, right? Like you were like 
thinking about it, it was coming together. And sometimes people are like, oh, you know, I want to write a book and I want to do this like right now. But maybe right now is not the right time for you to be doing that. Maybe it's about meditating and putting yourself in the energy so that you're in the the right kind of energy to fully manifest it. So I think that was, that's really awesome that you you had that experience. And definitely I've, I've been personally myself in positions like that where it's like now or never, right? Like rather you do it now or, or it's just going to miss you. Like this is the moment. And oftentimes people are, can't really see that because they're afraid or they have something that's like kind of holding them back. Um, mm -hmm. And one of the things that I think has helped me the most is like the worst thing that they can say is no. Right. And like, yeah. get out of my face. Right. <laughs> so, and even if that person says no, there's like billions of other people and billions of other opportunities that you can connect with. And maybe that person tells you no now, but then later on, they're like, oh, okay, there's, there was something here. Right. So that's, that's definitely one of the things that I think a lot of people need to hear, especially because like it's impatience, especially in this, in, in the age that we live in now, because like the internet and all this other stuff, like everyone expects everything to just like drop out of their, like, out of the sky onto their laps and it's just one of those things where i've really i don't know it's it's hard being a spiritual teacher i think today and trying to help people kind of like reach the next level when they don't understand that it is is lifestyle essentially and that's what mm -hmm. you're basically saying like your life has become this so when it comes yeah. to like struggles with other people as well like um do you coach people yeah mm -hmm. i have one-on-one -on -one clients and i also run a, a group coaching uh uh, program as well, which has been really incredible. I actually started the group coaching mainly because of TikTok. Actually, I had so many people coming to me and asking me for coaching. And I was like, there's only so many hours in the day and I cannot take on as many one-on-one -on -one clients that wanted to come in. So I created this incredible coaching program. Um, we meet anywhere from like eight to 10 times a month. Like it's very high touch kind of thing. You get to message me directly. Um, and I also bring in all of these incredible guest experts to teach about different topics, right? So like the last couple of experts we've had is someone coming in to teach about Reiki, someone coming in, a crystal shaman coming in talking to us about energy healing and um, crystal work. Next week, we're doing a breathwork workshop, you know, like we have these amazing things coming together. And that's also like in the space, in this like cross-pollination of manifesting and having this group support and the spiritual community it has been such um a healing and enlightening experience for so many people and i'm so grateful that i kind of had taken this on and found a way to work with much more people than i i really could one-on-one -on -one. so it's been a really beautiful journey nice what's the common denominator that you've noticed working with so many people um Limiting beliefs. I think it's it's really interesting. Limiting beliefs come up so many ways. A lot of times it comes up in our language, right? And people don't even realize it. So even on like a call last night when we were having this, this discussion and I was asking people like, hey, can you tell me um, like 10 things you love about your body or whatever the, the kind of question that I was in that space of coaching, it was like, a struggle for people to say what they actually wanted without being like, oh, that's because, you know, and then adding a negative to that, but really being in that space of creating, right? Or like yeah. saying like, oh, it's such a struggle for me to have good health, or it's just a struggle for me to, you know, work hard to make money and da 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 da. And I'm, and I always be like, nope, 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 nope. 
stop, don't stop creating that right now, you know? And often I would just catch people in that moment of when they are speaking that negativity. And I'm like, no, let's not do this, right? Let's shift this. And then I'll teach them, okay, like, let's say this instead. And it's not like a, hey, she said it once and it changed my life kind of thing, eh, maybe. But to the most part, it's, it's about that coaching. It's about having that repetition and being in that conversation, being in that conversation with people that are speaking the way that you're speaking. We speak into reality. I speak to your greatness, right? Mm -hmm. And that's what I believe in. And that's what I'm calling into creation. So being able to have this coaching program has been just so, so fulfilling. Nice. Have you ever heard of uh, Florence Shin? Yes. Yes. I have a yeah. Florence Shin. I just actually got another Florence Shin book. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. I love her because she's like one of those people that like one of her superpowers is uh, like speaking things for other people into reality. And mm -hmm. she's like the way she breaks it down like I, I remember this one of the, one story in one of her books I can't remember uh which book it is exactly but she basically talks about this one lady who's who's super rich she used to always joke about about how she was gonna be poor one day and blah 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 like she just spent so much money that she's just gonna end up losing it all and then one day it ended, ended up happening and then the lady's like why did this happen to me and like Florence is like dude like you put this out into the cosmos <laughs> so many times you said it was oh you know just a huge joke and now it's here and it isn't that funny anymore is it nope. so it's just kind of like yeah it's like you got to really be attentive to like what you're saying what you're thinking like even the internal monologue I think is like the most important thing because you try to say like you know I'm gonna find love so I can you know feel more embodied but it's like the love if the love shows up and you're not ready to embody it then you will not embody it because you're not in that position already of embodying you know yeah yeah definitely yeah. i think that that florence shin book is um your word is your wand i believe uh, it yeah i think so i can't it's like i can see the cover <laughs> but i'm like what is the name yeah i'm missing yeah. it um so the other thing about you is like i i remember watching you on on tiktok and it's like you blew up out of nowhere on TikTok. And it was before actually that one video with your about how you met your husband. Mm -hmm. So like, how have you been able to really radiate your magnetism? Because that's how I see it. I see like this huge magnetism that comes from you. Like, how do you get more into that? Um, so that's been a big manifestation of mine. I honestly started TikTok as kind of like a joke. Uh, we had a babysitter and she was like, you're always telling me stuff. You should be on TikTok. And I was like, listen, I'm not really for public twerking. Like I, I, I'm great for like whoever wants to do it, but it's just like not my thing, right? I'm, I'm fully supportive of who wants to do it. But I was like, it's not my thing. She's like, no, it's not like that anymore. Like you got, and she was showing me all these videos. And I was like, oh, okay. She was like, just go on and tell them all the stuff that you tell me. And I was like, all right, cool. Um, so I started making videos and it became so fun, right? Just to be like have a video and then have people interact with it and be like asking questions and being able to answer them. And it created this whole like new outlet for me to be connected to people. And I absolutely loved it and I thrived on it. So when I was in the space of like, okay, I really wanna grow my account. What I did was manifest it, right? I went through my, my six steps, but one of my visualizations of it was every time that I, um, I would always visualize me opening up my phone and always having 99 plus um, notifications. It was always there, 99 plus notifications. Every time I open it, 99 plus notifications, 99 plus notifications. Um, and I would always visualize like more followers coming through, more followers coming through, more people asking me questions, more, you know, like more engagement, things like that. And it just kind of like grew from there, right? And it's like the more that I focus on, on, on that itself, the more that I focus on like, 
assisting people and supporting them, the ideas just flow to me. I actually get a lot of ideas through, um, through meditation, right? So I'll be meditating and I'll come out of meditation and it'll be like, bing, 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 make a video about this. And I'm like, really? Okay. <laughs> you know, and I'll take the next, you know, couple hours of the next two days and really like write out what I want to create and how I want to present it. I think that one of the things about TikTok is because of the time limits. And I know now they're expanding to 10 minutes and, you know, a lot of three minutes are being pushed and stuff like that. But um, really keeping it concise was a big thing for me. And I wanted to make sure that I would be able to get the information across within that time frame. So I'd always like write out notes and be like, okay, no, that's not really that important. Oh, I should emphasize this, you know, just to have like an idea and not necessarily a full script, but just to have those notes so that when I am talking into the camera, I'm like, okay, make sure that you talk about this, make sure that you talk about this because these things are important. Right. Right. And always when I'm talking about like manifesting or creating anything um, and doing a like a ritual around it, whether it's like, you know, salt and cinnamon at the beginning of the month or, uh, you know, creating a money bowl or doing like an egg cleanse or whatever it is that you're doing. I always want to impart on people. It's not about the object that you're using. It's not about the object that you're using. It's about you. And it's about you and your focus and your energy and your frequency, your vibration. So when you're creating that money bowl, it's not about the money bowl. <laughs> it's about the money bowl existing as a reminder for you and your abundance, right? So that's what's the most important thing. That is beyond anything else. Yeah. Um, actually, coming back to that. So that one video that you made about the egg cleanse. Um, mm -hmm. I remember you posting on the video that like you felt like someone had sent you some sort of negative energy. Is that what it was? Right. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So can you tell us about the egg cleanse? Because like until I saw you do it, I'm like, oh, yeah, I forgot. My grandma used to do some shit like that. But I, get, I don't remember how to do it anymore. Yeah, it's so interesting because when I had posted that video, I was just like, I'm just doing this because like, that's what my grandma had done, right? I come from an Indian background and she had done that and she would do this thing with limes and, you know, she had taught me like all of this kind of like interesting and unique things that I don't, I haven't done an egg cleanse in a long time to that point, but it was like the week before I had actually done it, I totally got knocked down with some kind of flu, something, and it was just out of nowhere, right? The rest of my family was completely fine. Nobody got sick, but it was me. I was just like in bed, could not do anything. I had to cancel my appointments and shift my coaching. And you know, that's not really me. I will, I will be the one to power through things so as much as I could. And I was just like, not in the space to do it. And I came out of it and I was still having like body aches and stuff like days later. And I was like, mm, this ain't right. <laughs> something, something, something's not working here. Um, so I was like, let me tap into this. And then for whatever reason, my grandma passed away in 2020, but I really felt like she came to me in that moment and was like, eggs, <laughs> you know, she, she said, but I was like, oh, okay, yeah, you're right. So um, we have like farm fresh eggs around here. So I got an egg, had it, it was in the fridge at the time, had it sit out for 15 minutes and then did the cleanse. And it was just like, literally something shifted for me within, I mean, like almost immediately, honestly, almost immediately something shifted for me. The next day I felt so much better physically, mentally, spiritually, everything. And, you know, I had some comments like, oh, that's placebo effect. And I'm like, maybe. I don't care. <laughs> mm -hmm. It worked. If that if that's what it takes, hey, I'll placebo me up. Like that's cool. Yeah. Placebo's still a medicine. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. For sure. <laughs> yeah, no, the reason why I bring that up is because like yesterday, um, actually, uh there was this healer that got this healer that got angry at me for something. And I cause like they asked my opinion and I told them what was good. Like, don't ask me for my opinion if you don't want the truth, right? So I told her and then she got really angry because her ego got triggered 
Mm-hmm. And then she automatically sent me like the evil eye. And like, at first, I'm not usually somebody who's like really worried about that because like, I, I really focus on my energy and my protections and I have all these things in place. But every once in a while, something gets through depending on like what it is, right? And I remember just feeling this splitting headache in like on my third eye. And at first I'm like, is my third eye like just really overactive right now? And I'm like, no, mm-hmm. like, this is so weird. And I got nauseous. I got dizzy. I felt like I had to go to sleep. And I remember like I had all these different things that I had to do yesterday. And I'm like, I got to stop and I got to go like just lay down. And one of, one of the ways that I end up doing it actually is like, I have like these little linen cloths. Actually, I have one right here. And like linen is like a really high vibrational fabric. So what mm-hmm. I end up doing with it is like, I just put it on my third eye. So like, if there's any negative energy, like you can't, it's gotta be higher than this, right? To get through. Um, and then sometimes I also have like an art crystal, which is like a, it creates a void kind of like energy. I don't know if you can see mm-hmm. it too much. And I'll just put that on top of the, the other um, linen blanket that I have on my head. And that tends to work it'll work in about like an hour you can feel like everything just gets nullified so that's another mm-hmm. technique but yeah I was I was I remember you did that and I'm like oh man like I don't exactly because yesterday when it happened I'm like maybe I should do this egg thing and I'm like but I don't remember how to do it so I'm really glad that I was able to ask you today how to do it um yeah. but yeah that is awesome I am so happy to have had you here to share like all of your experiences and your wisdom and um I would love to read your book too so when it comes out send me the link i will make a youtube video about it i'll make everybody just hear about it yeah thank you you. this has been such a great conversation and i hope that it really brings you know the listeners a lot of value from it thank you so much yeah so where can people find you online um, you can find me on TikTok. My TikTok username is Lata underscore J. You can find me on Instagram. My username is Lata underscore J underscore. I had to add an extra underscore on Instagram. Um, I'm on, I'm verified on both. So please make sure that you're following the verified account because there's tons of little fake ones that, you know, try to come up and scam people, but make sure that you're following the verified one. And if you want to work with me, you can also visit my website. It's www.latajay.com. Nice. Awesome. And the last thing, a little bonus. Um, do you want to meditate with me and just do like a quick energy broadcast for everybody that's listening? Yeah. 100%. Let's do it for three minutes. That's usually what I like to do. Alexa, set a three minute timer. All right. Ready? Three, two, one. I don't know, whatever. What, What would you like to send everyone who's listening or activate? Mm, heart opening Mm, yeah I actually learned this technique the other day on TikTok too while we do this um it was super powerful uh so let's do it together and see how it works everything in your mind everyone should focus on something that they really want to embody right now or the rest of the for the rest of the day basically whether it's an emotion or an experience Mm, really bring it close into the mind and then we're gonna awaken our spirit to know that it's gonna basically be in harmony with us so I now command my spirit to drop the thoughts in my head into my heart you can say that once just to kind of wake it up really focus now even deeper and deeper and deeper into the manifestation that you want to be creating And 
we say it again. I now I now bring I now sorry I now command all of all the thoughts in my mind to go into my heart. I now command my spirit to move all the thoughts in my mind to move down into my heart. And we're gonna count down from ten to one three times. Ten, nine, eight, seven, six, five, four, three, two, one. Ten, nine, eight, seven, six, five, four, three, two, one. Ten, nine, eight, seven, six, five, four, three, two, one. Taking a deep breath. And then feeling gratitude in the heart center. Remember those tips that Latha gave you. Really envision it. Put yourself in the full manifestation. Alexa, stop. That was three minutes. Nice. That was good vibes. I felt that at the very end of it. Alexa, stop. <laughs> I really felt like the energy just like explode. So there you have it, guys. Latha J, go follow her on everything. Thank you for being here. And we will catch you in the next episode. I'm sending you all the love. Don't forget to subscribe, comment, and share. If you're looking for one-on-one -on -one coaching with me to empower yourself into your highest vibration, check out the links in the description or visit us at onsohigh.us. Today's episode is brought to you by Zungite.com, the only place that I go to to buy all my Shungite and EMF protection devices. Check out their website at Zungite.com. Use my code Reiki to get a special discount.